safe to say that we're all sick of being spectators there. We want to be playing. Into the Wild Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host Robert Munoz. We've got a fantastic, phenomenal, fast break, as many F-words as I can fit in there, not the bad kind. Great episode today with Burns's Jackson Kirkbride. I just finished watching some of his highlights from last year and some from this past weekend. Kid has a bright future on the basketball floor, that's for sure. Guy can really stroke it. So we're going to talk to him as well as talk about some of the opening week action. Robert was at the Burns Winter Classic, as my co-worker Nick Kuzma found out, is not strictly just played at Burns. And then I was at the Oil City tip-off here in Casper. So got to see a little bit of South, a lot of Kelly Walsh, a lot in Natrona County, some Rock Springs, some Green River. Really impressed with South. So we'll get into all those teams as well as who Robert saw down there at the Burns Winter Classic. Obviously Burns, Pine Bluffs on the docket for him last weekend. Then maybe get into a little bit of what we're looking forward to seeing out there this weekend. I know Robert's going to follow some schools around, see what they have in store. But first, Robert, how's it going? going great as always but i gotta ask what happened to nick kuzma and where 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 did he get confused at so he was under the impression that all of the games were at burns and he wanted to see pine bluffs wheatland so he drove over to burns at the tip time (laughs) but when he got there he found out the game was at Pine Bluffs. So just a, a tough blow. A tough blow Brutal. for our man, Nick Kuzma. Brutal. But props to him for trying to make it out there. Watch some good basketball. Yeah, it's going great, Mr. David Graff. I got to watch our boy Jackson Kirkbride play. Um, help his squad go 4-0 on the weekend. I think their closest game was a 10-point victory. So... um. Burns, uh, you know, stepping up from last season. And last season they struggled a little bit, and now Kirk Bride Jackson let him. I think he had sixteen point three points per game over the weekend. Um, they got a lot of good pieces, and it seems like it's clicking pretty well for those guys. So yeah, for sure. Were you in the gym for his dunk against Arvada West? I did not see. Jackson's dunk. Sadly, I did not see that. Was it a tomahawk? Was it was it a windmill? We might have to break it down with him and see what he's got in his dunking repertoire there because uh, it was a nice dunk. It was a powerful slam. He told me before the season that he was going to throw one down, actually. He, he didn't wait long to throw one down. I loved it. I loved it. Just watching those highlights there, that was pretty sweet. So we'll have to talk to him about the dunk. 
What What about the other teams that you saw down there in uh, the greater Burns area? What were your takeaways from the Burns Winter Classic? Well, over in eastern Laramie County, you know, I got to see both Pine Bluff squads, boys and girls, and I got to watch the Burns girls. And um, Burns girls, they pulled out a win. It probably wasn't the best, cleanest game that they have played, but they've got the win, and, you know, that's all that matters, right? Um, Pine Bluff's girls, they struggled, but they – they played a really good Douglas team that I watched, and Douglas is, of course, in Class 3A classification above Pine Bluffs. So, um, and Douglas is just a great program. Seems like they haven't skipped a beat after losing all the talent they lost from last season. Um, and then, of course, the Pine Bluffs boys with, uh, you know, our boy Stu Lerwick, uh, Ryan Fornstrom there. Um really commanding the offense point guard and those guys fell behind against Douglas they were down by I think 20 points at the half rallied back stormed back made it a two-point game late they just couldn't couldn't pull through but then again you know they're playing against a 3A school being in 2A classification higher they're just out there banging with these bigger schools and you know Another kid who he just shot the lights out over the weekend, Dalton Schaefer. He's a he has a strap, he's a shooter, and he's uh, certainly impressed me as well. So yeah, a lot of good basketball, like I said, in the Eastern Laramie County area. So how how did our our lady Jaden Sheila look? How did she play this weekend? She played pretty. She played really well. Um, you know, the game I was at, she scored 15 points, and she averaged 15.7 on the weekend. Um, Pine Bluffs girls went one and two, but, you know, Jaden had a pretty good weekend. It's a young Pine Bluffs girls squad. I think in a small roster, I think they have 17 total girls. So that's a that's a lot. Uh, you know, that's that's – not a lot of numbers. That's a tough hill to climb. Tough hill to climb for the Pine Bluffs girls. Well, that's a light work for Jaden. Good for her. I mentioned on last week's pod that I was really looking forward to seeing the Douglas girls basketball team. We'll hopefully get a chance to see them this weekend back in Douglas. So They have a freshman, freshman, Lauren Olson, and she's very, very good, and she had – I believe 30 points. She had 20 points in the first half. She matched Pine Bluff's first half total as a team. So, yeah, she she's a freshman out there. Just very good freshman. Shout out to Coach Helen Bolt. Just keeps the machine running. Love it. Looking forward to see that, seeing them play. Sticking with the girls. Want to shout out South head girls coach Brody Epler. Epler had a tough weekend with the bison with the lady bison 0 and three, but he was hilarious on the sidelines all weekend. Just good stuff from Coach Epler. One of the best moments was I, I didn't even have the camera rolling, but I, I walked into the gym and one of his girls airballed a free throw. And he he was keeping it light for the lady bison. He said, Wow, way to go. 
Now that's going to be on the news, guys. We can't be airballing free throws. When when the cameras are rolling, we can't be airballing free th- – it was gold. Gold from Coach Epler. I, I love him. He's great. He's great. And shout out to the South girls. They have a lot of fight. They certainly never quit on Coach Epler this past weekend. So good for them. Good for, you know, South, especially for the boys. The boys are going to be a problem. Maury Alexander, DeAndre Ray, they looked sharp, sharp, man, against Rock Springs. They played Green River, I think, and Natrona County. So they, they didn't get to face off against Kelly Walsh. Kelly Walsh was the other school that went 3-0 and up here in Casper this past weekend. DeAndre and Maury, they're going to be a tough matchup for a lot of teams around the state. So looking forward to – I'll get the chance to see South one more time. They're going to come up and play Kelly Walsh in the spring. But, well, I guess February. It's not really spring here in Wyoming. But, dang, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. Is it spring anywhere in February? I mean, maybe in Florida, Arizona. I guess some people consider spring as soon as pitchers and catchers report, you know. Oh. All right. I feel you. That was, that was how I felt growing up, at least. Don't have those same feelings now, living in Wyoming. <laughs> this weekend, it's uh, – who, 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 are, who are all the schools that you're going to be falling down into the northern Colorado region there? Well, the Central Boys and Girls, the East Boys and Girls, and the Pine Bluffs Boys and Girls will all be going down and playing in this tournament. And I'll, I'll be covering the East Girls and the Pine Bluffs Boys – Tomorrow, today's Wednesday, tomorrow, Thursday. And, uh, you know, uh, I think the rest of the weekend kind of depends on who's winning, who's making it through the bracket, uh, who I will see. And I hope I can catch a Fossil Ridge game. I know Cheyenne Central plays Fossil Ridge at 2 p.m. Fossil Ridge, Fossil Ridge is all, always a good program. Um, and... I checked, and I'm pretty sure they're ranked number one in Class 5A in Colorado. So it'll be a nice, nice little test for these Cheyenne schools. East plays them tomorrow, Thursday night. So it'll be interesting. You know, I always love Grubbin, and Fort Collins is one of my favorite places to eat. Any place that's on the docket there for you to eat in Fort Collins, so you, you just got to stop at. What's your favorite? I mean, it depends upon the kind of time. You show me Jim's. I love Jim's wings, but I got to be in a mental state for those wings, and I can't be going anywhere because I'm going to be so full. Always love grabbing a, a slice of Cosmos, even though it's much better in Boulder. Love the Colorado room. Get a, get a couple sliders. Trying to think where else I go. Emily, my girlfriend, loves oregano's from her time spent at Arizona State, so occasionally we mix in some oregano's there. I don't know. What what are you thinking? What are you hoping that you have time to grab? Some big city burrito. There you go. There you go. Always. We got Jackson Kirkbride waiting on us, so we'll go straight to him. Coming up very shortly, the man from Burns. He threw down a monstrous jam last weekend at the Burns Winter Classic, so we're going to address that right off the top. 
enjoy this interview right now with Jackson Kirkbride. All right. The man, the myth, the legend, he's already here with us. Jackson Kirkbrad from the Burns basketball team. How's it going, Jackson? How, how are you feeling? I know you got a big uh, slate of games again this weekend, but how are you feeling on Wednesday here? Yeah, things going pretty well. Um, had a good start last weekend. Looking forward to some good matchups this weekend, some good tough games. Hopefully you're going to test us, see how we come out. That's awesome to hear. Well, I've been talking a bunch already so far about this dunk they had against Arvada West. Robert said that you told him you were you were definitely going to throw one down this season. So break this dunk down for me. Just let, let's go through. Your teammate steals a pass, tips it to one of your other teammates. They find you on the fast break there. What's going through your head? Yeah, so I've – like I kind of told – Robert before I've been looking to get one this year felt like it was a good game to get one early in the game still had my legs a little bit and I, I tipped the pass up to one of my teammates got it up ahead and I looked up no one was there and I'm like oh here's my moment right here <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it well Robert missed it and I just watched it on your huddle here yeah I know I know guy calls himself a reporter isn't even there for the biggest <laughs> moments in the game I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But what what is in the dunking repertoire for you? What do you what do you have in your bag? Just the straight throw it down with some power, or what? Can you mix it up a little bit? What do you got? Yeah, I'm working to mix it up a little. For most of the summer, I was just throwing down with one hand, throwing down some hard one handers. But just recently, my coach has been kind of challenging with me to go up with two and try to throw that down with two a little more, a little easier of a dunk, I'd say you can get a hold of the ball with two hands. So I got some one and two handers kind of working to maybe add some more, but we'll see. Nice. Nice. Well, the majority of your game, it seems to occur beyond the three point line. So what, what's been your progression as a shooter? You're a taller kid. Have you always been a shooter or have you always played out there on the perimeter? What, how would you describe your game? Yeah, ever ever since I was younger, I've always been kind of one of the taller kids on the team for sure, but I've always played guard and been able to shoot the ball pretty well, I'd say. It's something I've put a lot of time and effort into. I get all kinds of shots up all the time, and it's something I've tried to pride myself on, getting in the gym, getting lots of shots up, making myself a good shooter. So you guys go 4-0 and this weekend. I know I think you won eight games last year. You correct me if I'm wrong total. So, you know, first weekend you already win – half of the amount of games you won all last season. What kind of stood out to you the most this weekend about you guys? And Because you guys, you have the same you have the same guys from last year, pretty much all the same core guys. Um, you know, what kind of stood out to you in, from last year to at the start of the season? Yeah. Um, last year, I um, thought we lost a lot of games we should have won left some games out there we should have won. And from the start, our emphasis has been to build on every practice, build on every game, um, make it a big priority. And I feel like from the start, we kind of came back, had some good experience coming back, um, lost a couple guys. So we were able to play a lot more free, a lot better team basketball, really pass it around, get guys open looks, no selfish ball. And 
Um, we obviously know our we have some tougher tests coming up, coming ahead. So we're not satisfied with those four wins. We the goal is an eight this year, not at all. We have much higher expectations than that. So yeah, the four wins was nice, good way to start, but we know bigger tests are coming. Yeah, absolutely. Bigger tests. You guys are playing Warland this weekend, and that's always a good program. Um, what are you kind of expecting just going into this weekend? I mean, you said bigger tests. You're not satisfied. Just what are you expecting? Yeah, um, we start out with Lander on Friday. Lander's always a really athletic, really tough team. Um, since I was a freshman, we've played Lander. They always seem to have really good athletes, one through ten, always bringing in some good athletes. Got some good players this year. Um, looking forward to see how we can match up with them and hope to make the long trip up there and play well for sure. And then the next day we got Land, uh, Warland and Kemmer. Warland, obviously the defending state champs. Uh, lost a couple key players, but no doubt about it. They're always going to be good. Right, at the, right in the mix of things, no doubt about it. Have a lot of good guys returning still, and we know that's going to be a tough game and hopefully a majoring state game. Hopefully we can come out, play strong, give them a good game and kind of send a message a little that we're here and we're going to be a good team this year. Don't know a bunch about Kemmer. We know that they're going to play hard and we expect to match that. For sure. Um, you averaged 16.3 points, I believe it was, over the weekend. You know, uh, what, did your mind, what was your mindset going into the season, coming out and, um, you know, just kind of trying to make a statement here? Yeah, um, all my teammates and my coaches have been really supportive of telling me to shoot the ball more. They have a lot of faith in me, and they really want to encourage me to get shots up, get some points. Um, one thing that we struggled with in the past is just scoring points, keeping up with teams. We've played defense in some game, but not scored enough, so we know that we're going to have to score 60-plus points to win some tough games and got to find ways to get the ball in the basket, so. My teammates have been really, really supportive and really pushing me to be aggressive with my shot. What was the summer like for you guys just overall? You know, how, how, how did the summer go? Were you guys able to get in the gym a lot? Were you able to get in the gym a lot? Just how was the, maybe not the summer, but the off season? Because I know a lot of you guys play football as well. That's yeah. why I kind of say summer. But, you know, just how was the off season? Yeah, the off season was huge for us. Um, like I said, our team kind of, Lost a couple guys, so we knew that we'd have to play quite a bit together, play a lot of ball, and really work to build that cohesiveness between us. So we were in the gym any day we could, always texting our coach, always begging him to let us in, let us play some ball. And um, Personally, I worked to get a lot of shots up this summer. Um, yeah, so definitely worked on a lot of things this summer, always in the gym, always working. You mentioned that you didn't know much about Kemmer. And I'm assuming that you meant from a basketball standpoint. Yeah, yes, sir. But did you know that Kemmer is where the first J.C. Penny was? I did not know that, no. <laughs> Hitting you with some Wyoming knowledge there. Use that one in one of your classes one of these days. Somebody will be impressed. Um, back to basketball, though. What do you hope to accomplish this year? What's, what's the goal for Burns? Yeah, um, like I said, eight goals is not the – goal or um, the expectation for us all. A big goal for us is to make the state, make some noise. Burns has not made state since 2014-15. So it's been a while since we've been there and it's 
something we've had our mindset on since the second last season ended. It's a huge goal for us, something we want to make happen for sure. So when you're involved at a school like Burns and you guys haven't made the state tournament in a few years, you guys look up at that banner or do you have that, you know, in your mind that we haven't made it this far and this many years, but this is, this is the team that's, that's going to turn that around. Yeah, no doubt. That's definitely the mindset that we've had to live with. I think we all ended with a sour taste in our mouth last year, losing to Wheatland to go to state. And since then it's really pushed us to work hard and we know that's the goal. And that's why we try not to relish too much and winning four games this weekend. We know that there's a, bigger goal and a bigger prize at the end that we need to be working for every day. And for you guys, you've never experienced a state tournament, you know? So like, that's, it's, it's different. It's different for, I mean, it just has to feel different for you compared to, you know, a team that's been there for other seniors around the state who have been there three, four years, you know? Safe to say that we're all sick of being spectators there. We want to be playing. So Absolutely. Well, I want to ask you about this, uh, you know, uh, Barry Ward getting the new hairdo. What was the reaction like from the school and whatnot to, to that? Yeah, it was. I think it was pretty wild. I think we were all maybe just a little surprised that he actually did it. I think we were all thinking maybe he was just playing, but when he pulled through, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> did you offer to get it with him? No, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. So how would you rate it out of one to ten? Um I'd probably give it a two or a three. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan, but like Mr. Ward said, he said he's the one that doesn't have to look at it, so he doesn't care what it looks like. And I think that's pretty fair. He's not the one looking at it. <laughs> yeah, he pulls it off, right? <laughs> two out of three though, that that seems kind of cold. Two to yeah. three. Two to three out of ten, I should say. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on me. We'll see. <laughs> I feel like he should get like a five for bravery at the very least there. But <laughs> that's a side. That's a side. So we asked we asked Cooper Lakin earlier this fall, you know, what does it mean to represent Burns? What does it mean to represent Burns for you? Yeah, it's a huge deal and something that I take a lot of pride in. Um, I've had a couple older brothers play for Burns and I've been going to games since I was as little as I can remember and just always being the kid watching, seeing those kids, seeing how fun it looked. And I always wanted to be the kid in the spot that I am now. So really trying to just relish every moment, enjoy it all and play for the community. No doubt. You've got a a terrific three point shot. You can now dunk in a game. How far do you want to take basketball? Do you want to keep playing in college or, or is this it for you? Yeah, I'm still pretty up in the air about it. It's something I'd like to do. Just got to find the right opportunity and make sure it's a good fit for me. So still kind of up in the air about it. Well, we like to wrap up every interview with this question. It's a hard-hitting question, especially for your heart. You're going to have a burger in front of you. Anything you want to put on the burger, you put on the burger. It's going to be the Jackson Kirkbride burger. What's what's going on the Jackson Kirkbride burger? You're going to hate me for this one, but I'm just a pretty plain guy. So I just, I'm just a burger and ketchup guy. That's all. That's all I need. Burger and ketchup. That's it. Nothing else. No cheese, nothing. 
no cheese or nothing no cheese at all <laughs> all right then well where where does this particular burger that seems really difficult to prepare where's the best burger to you uh i in my opinion you can't beat five guys so that's my go-to place for sure five guys you walk in there you just tell them a burger now are you getting a burger or are you getting a little one no, I got to get a double, no doubt. <laughs> all right, all right. At least, at least you're going double patty there. All right. I, I I can't knock it, you know. Plain, plain is my jam. That's maybe a little bit too plain for me, but I love it. Different than any, it's different than any other. I mean, it's different. We've had mostly different burgers from everybody, so. Yeah, I mean, burger, double patty and ketchup, no one's coming with that one. No, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. I love it. Jackson Kirkbread from Burns. Great shot. Great shot to get Burns back in the state tournament as well this spring. Really appreciate the time, and good luck this weekend, and good luck going forward. Thanks for having me. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that with Jackson Kirkbread from Burns. Love those Burns guys. Love them. Love talking to them. It's just it's fun having the Burns kids on. Well, I have to get some more on over the next few months here. We're going to wrap the podcast up here with some quick. I'm looking forward to seeing the Douglas girls basketball team this weekend. I mentioned that earlier in the podcast, but that's the one thing. I can't wait to get down there to Douglas and see the Lady Bearcats play. Robert, you've got a whole host of schools players that you're going to have the opportunity to see this weekend who are you most looking forward to seeing um you know uh, uh hopefully i can get to watch the east boys play and i'd like to see uh sophomore drew jackson and what he's bringing to the table um he was really good last year and i can imagine he's only getting better and from what the numbers are I mean, from the numbers, it looks like he's just getting buckets out there. So I'm pretty anxious to see how he's looking this season. Um, yeah, that's him. Uh, you know, Bowden Lilladal from East as well, girls and Brady Schlabs, that, that, those two guards, uh, best, probably the best set of guards in the state. Um, you know, I really enjoyed watching them play last year. So definitely looking forward to that as well. Definitely. Of course, Nate Talich is my favorite person to watch play in the state. But, um, yeah, those those East players for sure. Can't knock the East alum for shouting out some East kids. Drew Jackson going off him. Now, I know we're talking hoops here, but. I had a coach during the football season tell me that if he went to any other school in 4A besides East, he would be the best skill player on their team. Now, it might be big talk for maybe Sheridan as well, but I thought that was high praise for Drew Jackson. So, As a sophomore. As a sophomore. As a sophomore, yes. So that's pretty – that's good praise for him. Good little nugget for him to – Hopefully get from better on. A very uh, football-oriented family. 
There you go. Well, Scrapper played DB at UW. Pretty good. Following in those footsteps, maybe. We'll see. Maybe on a maybe he's uh, gonna save it all for hoops. We shall see. But that'll do it for this episode of the Wild Sports Podcast. Really appreciate everybody who's been listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing the podcast. It means the world to Robert and myself. We're very close to reaching a goal that we set out earlier this year to accomplish on the podcast. So that is just awesome to see. And we couldn't have done it without all the people who, you know, listen to this podcast, share this podcast, come on the podcast like Jackson and Isaac Shanefeld and Colson Kuhn and Nathaniel Talich, just so many good guests this year. Shout out to Jacob Hollister way back earlier in the spring. Just we love doing this. We love making it happen. We're going to have Isaac Shanefeld on the podcast again here pretty soon. Robert and I are going to talk to him very shortly, and we'll put out a little signing day podcast. Myself and Josh will break the 15 guys down that – signed on the early signing day period for the Pokes. So we'll get into that. That'll come out here real soon. Also got a bowl game next week. So we'll see what Josh has up his sleeve for previewing the Pokes. Watch out for those on this feed here. You might have the week off on the Wyo Sports Podcast with Robert and myself as I will be traveling to and from Boise in a quick manner. But, you know, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, Follow Robert on Twitter at Armunios307 for all the updates this weekend on the action down there in northern Colorado. You can follow myself on Twitter at Mr. David Graff. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. We will talk to you very soon. trying